Welcome to the Red Caps Podcast, the podcast where we dip our caps into the blood of our listeners and ramble on about old school games. Today's episode, we are going to talk about fudging dice and if it's cheating. As you know, no mortal can outrun a red cap. So sit back, listen, and I hope you enjoy. There was a chat on Twitter recently, or maybe it's better to say there was a chat that never ends and it came up again on Twitter recently, about if fudging dice rolls is cheating or not. Um, as well, it's there was a question if it is okay for a GM or DM to change monster stats midway through a combat, um, and if either of those are cheating. Here's my hot take in case you don't want to listen to the rest of this episode at all. Fudging dice rolls is cheating. Altering monsters is almost always cheating. Sometimes it's done with good intentions. Sometimes it's done with selfish intentions. Regardless, by the way, you should try to avoid it at all costs. So, I'll explain more, but if that's all you came to hear, that's my take. My reason for viewing things this way isn't likely going to be overly original. Um, As I said, this conversation has been going on forever. But here's my thoughts on fudging dice. If your player had brought loaded dice to the game, or was lying about their rolls, would it upset you? Would it cheapen the tension, the drama, take away some of the meaning from the encounters? I think it would, and I think it's the same thing as whenever you as a GM or DM do it as well. Often when a GM fudges dice rolls, it's to save their players. They're trying to be nice. They don't want to kill them. The real question you need to ask is, did you as a GM properly telegraph the danger? Did your players have a choice to get into this situation? If you feel you did give them enough warning and that they had options like fleeing or negotiating or even just to approach the entire situation differently, then there should be no feeling on your side to save them. The job of the DM is to run the world, make sure it's communicated clearly, and then let the players play with their choices. Let their choices have meaning. If the result is death, then so be it. It's a fantasy game. You could always find a way to resurrect the character, maybe take them off on a side quest to do it, um, or, you know, roll up a new character. It isn't really that difficult. I personally play where I roll everything out in the open. The only things I don't roll out in the open would be the initial monster health or things that players shouldn't know, like the results from their stealth or perception rolls. This helps me reinforce the concept with my players that I am not playing against them, that I'm simply running the game. They see the dice rolls the same as I do. They know it's random. They know I didn't choose to have a critical hit happen. This allows me to cheer for the players and be also worried for them whenever I know, I know a big damage roll is coming. It, it adds me to their side, uh, and it really increases the, 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 the tension around the table. In short, if the players can't trust you to roll the random parts of this game fairly, how are they going to trust that you are running the rest of the game properly or believe in your world? Now, on to changing monsters. Again, the way to think of this would be, would you be upset if your players were doing something similar? If they were skipping assigning damage that you marked on them, if they weren't properly you know, marking their spells or their supplies, um, or if they were just straight up lying about some of their abilities, you would probably be upset about that. Changing monsters is much the same way. And by changing a monster, I mean changing its HP, adjusting its attack abilities or its spells. The reasons I see people do this is for twofold. It's one selfish and one good intention. Let's do the selfish one first. The selfish one is basically people treating their monster as their special little baby. Often it's the big bad guy. They've dreamed him up for the entire campaign. They had this grand plan of how this big bad guy was going to push the characters to a limit. And when it gets into combat, 
the the players are whipping the big bad guy's butt. And as a DM, they want to play that big bad guy more. They've built it up. They feel like maybe this is going to be anticlimactic and, uh, you know, remove meaning from the campaign. It's selfish because if the players come up with a clever way to beat your big bad boss, they shouldn't be punished. They should be encouraged. The monsters are not player characters for the DMs. They're obstacles for the players. And if the players can solve that obstacle, give them the reward and figure out what the next obstacle is going to be. You can always extend out a campaign. You beat the big boss, but he had a boss too. Something along those lines. Or you beat the big boss, congratulations, go back, be reveled by the town, and now there's a power vacuum. And you can always do the this happened, now what um, scenario and, and move things forward. The good intention people are changing monsters mid-combat because they realize as a DM they screwed up somewhere. Either they didn't telegraph the danger, they didn't give players a chance to properly evaluate the, uh, the situation, or something to that effect. Basically, oops, I put something too powerful in front of the players. And here's my thought on a couple of things. One, remember that all not all fights go to the death. You can have a monster where after the characters have landed a couple of good blows, it feels like it wants to self-preserve itself and takes off. It runs away. You can also, you know, own up to your mistake and tell your players, hey, I put this monster in. I didn't realize it was going to be this tough. You guys might want to try running. Or you could cheat and you could make some small adjustments to the monster and learn from it and don't do it again next time. I think if you take option two where you tell your players what's going on, you may find that they're very accommodating. Uh, they may even want to challenge this monster even more because now they know that you didn't mean for it to be this strong. And if they can beat it, they're, they're really one-upping things. You may find them try different strategies, come up with novel solutions to it. Um, and it also reinforces that there's other ways to play this game other than just straight-up combat. I think you'll be very surprised at how your players would react to something like that. Remember always that as a DM or GM, you are supposed to be the source of truth in this world. Once it leaves your mouth or physically hits the theater of the game, it's there. It shouldn't be changed. To change it means you didn't tell the truth about the world. And without the truth, there's no belief. And without any belief, there's no tension. And there's no tension. There's probably not a whole lot of fun in this game. So folks, that wraps up this episode of the Red Caps podcast. I hope you enjoyed, you learned something, and you're eager to come back for more. Please subscribe in your podcasting app of choice, and if there's an option to leave a review, it would warm my cold little heart if you did. I'd love to hear from you, so please head over to anchor.fm slash theredcaps and leave me a voicemail. Tell me how wrong I am about all this. Or say hi to me on Twitter and Facebook at theredcapsnet. There's a Discord server. It'll be linked down in the description of this episode, as well as a website that I promise I will eventually get to. It's just been a crazy week. Remember, never let your cap dry out. Stay safe. Have fun. We'll talk again soon. Take care, everyone.